recording. I am too. Hey guys, welcome to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. And today, you guys, how did we get here? <laughs> we are talking about season five, episode 21, Gaza. Ah, Gaza. Gaza. Gaza, Gaza, Gaza. I mean, <laughs> it's... I am all up in my feelings about this right now. Yeah. I feel like we've all waited. We've all been holding on to little satchels of feeling about the episode Gaza. And now we can all just like come together, come together to this table and pour them out. Yes. So I'm ready. Take your little satchel of feelings and just unzip it. And uh, we're going to talk about it. Um, but first, of course, true to form, we will sing. Yes. I'm ready. <clears throat> ready? Ahem. Yeah, so ready? Oh. Da, 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 da. I feel like I want to sing it more emotionally on more emotional episodes. I want everyone you find to that? know that I sing that with my eyes closed. <laughs> like Stevie Wonder? Yep. Well, ooh. cool. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> That's how I. That's how I sing more emotionally. Is just to close my eyes. You close your eyes. It is immediately more emotional. It is. I think so. that's what they teach you on the Voice. I, yeah, for I thought that was fitting for this one of those episode. shows. Oh, oh man, man. <laughs> <Did we> TikTok. <laughs> right? uh, yeah, a TikTok seems like a horrible expression when we're talking about a bomb. But sure. Oh. Um. So there's a bomb. Let's recap. <laughs> there's a bomb. We have some people uh, in Gaza. And a bomb goes off at the very beginning of the episode. Uh, Andy, Donna, and Fitzwallace are the people we know in the cars. And then the rest of the episode, we sort of flash back and see the buildup to it. And then the fallout from it. We're trying to figure out what happened. Um, that's pretty Who's much been it. hit? Who's been hit? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Right? Oh. It's, a, it's a role reversal of uh, yeah. in the shadow of two gunmen. Really. It is. It really is. Yeah. It only took three seasons, almost four seasons. Yeah. No, I guess three for that to happen. Three. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, where to begin? This is, I love this episode. I guess we could just say, do we love it? Do we not like watching it? Do you guys rewatch this more than others? You hate it? No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are we going to have fighting words? Last no. time it was Ron Butterfield and now we're just... <laughs> Hating on Gaza? What is Ron happening to Sally? I'm going to have to stage an intervention. <laughs> I'll forever stand by Ron Butterfield. But no, I love this episode. What's not What's not to like, really? We're just going to sit here and the whole episode's going to be us just like yelling at the TV because... Yeah. Where to begin? All of the feelings. So we... <laughs> the reason why this one's important is because this is the episode where Josh realizes that he is in love with Donna. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, not out loud, but, like, via facial expressions, yeah. His face was saying, oh, my gosh, I love <laughs> yeah. this woman. I didn't right. know it. It took a freaking car bomb for me to realize it. Right. But, hey, whatever whatever it takes, I suppose. Yeah. I I have a thing that I don't like about this episode. Okay. That Admiral <laughs> Fitzwallace. Oh, yeah. Nobody likes that about this episode. No. I we love really, Fitzwallace. I love Fitzwallace. Oh, and I He am, makes every scene better. He does. He's 
brilliant. He is one of my, I mean, it's hard to say one of my favorite characters because they're all my favorite characters, but when Fitz Wallace appears on the screen, I just like am happy inside. So I was, I was very, I'm very sad about it still. And even right before the car bomb, he was like joking with Donna right. about photographers and pickup. Right. <laughs> and he was so he's so good natured and he's got such a great sense of humor. And yeah. it, but unfortunately, in the world of like writing, as you know, he was like the perfect candidate. Like yeah. he was he was the perfect candidate to get killed off because it was, was somebody that we wouldn't be so devastated we'd stop watching the show, but enough where we were invested. Oh. And it felt serious and re- yeah, like it was yeah. enough of a sacrifice. Yeah, oh, it's tough. Man. And and that Bartlett personally asked him to go. That was I was very emotional about that. When yeah, come in and tell the president. And at the end, when they go and talk to Fitzwalls' wife. Oh my goodness! Just, when you're they right, go, and- he was he was the perfect candidate because he carried enough weight to be like. This is a serious thing. We are sad about this, but it's not so much that it's the folk. It's not Miss Landingham. Uh, it's not so much that it's the Ooh. focus of the episode, you know. How is it possible to write so many characters that we love all at once? Like how? I don't know. And such different. Like they're. I mean, some of them are similar in the smartest guy in the room sense, but like Fitz Wallace, so different from Miss Landingham, who's so different from Kate Harper, who's so different from Josh. Like they're just. I don't know. We we love them all, and they're so nuanced and. This this whole episode is just going to be a love fest. So yeah, sorry. About I don't it. think anybody's going to be upset about that, unless you're yeah. like hoping to talk about the political and historical ramifications. Which, if you stumbled on our podcast, that's just not what we do. <laughs> yeah, but, you've made it this far in here. You're not. Yeah, then surely you took a wrong turn somewhere. Uh, yeah, uh, Fitz's wife Gail was also amazing. However, she did look too good to me. I feel like if if I just found out that my husband was blown up, I would be, look a lot worse. <laughs> a puddle, yeah, yeah, That's just fair. like inconsolable. Um, and she was so composed, really. I just thought that actress was amazing, the woman who played yeah. Gail. So that was sad. Um, I do think, let's- here's the only thing I think is odd about this episode. Not even odd, but because you were talking about the political commentary and. All that, and it is a super heavy subject matter. Um, so I thought that was a little weird. I remember watching it when I was watching it at first. It was like, okay, these are important things we're talking about, but I don't care because you put Donna in the hospital, right? And you killed Wallace. So like, I'm yeah. not paying attention to this conflict in in Gaza. Like I am, right? But, and they did a great job with it, like talking to the people, talking to the family mm-hmm. in the house, and talking to the guard at the gate. Like, I thought they did a good job of humanizing it like they always do. But it was just like, especially the way they set the episode up in flashback. So we know Donna's injured and we're waiting to find out what's happened. I'm not paying attention as much yeah. to this yeah. really like, serious, okay. intense, complex storyline that's like still not resolved. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it felt like a lot to take on in one finale. Or two, two yeah, parts. it was kind of like the the vegetables. I feel like they like <laughs> snuck the vegetables in the, into the like chicken pot pie. I, yeah. Why do I always use food analogies? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but there was so much flaky goodness <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. Um, let's not forget to talk about. Um, well, let's talk about Kate because I feel okay. I feel like we'll get to Donna and Josh and and yeah, Andy and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. But. Yeah. Um, 
it's fun. I really like Kate Harper as a character. I, I really enjoy Mary McCormick as this episode. an actress. Yeah. When it's, she um, says to Leo, what is mm-hmm. it? Just between us girls? Yes. That was one of my favorite things <laughs> ever. Oh, man. It reminded me of the scenes with Leo and Ainsley, kind of. Yeah, you know, the whole, yeah, like, get to that. know you and right. whatever. Um, you go, girl. Yeah. You know, he had that. I just love that they give Leo that. They play against his kind of regal masculinity. Yeah. <sighs> Which, so if anybody has not watched this episode or forgotten, Leo starts to tell Kate that she's going to be the go-to guy. And then they sort of go off on a small tangent about... You know, oh, I guess I can't say you're the go-to guy. And then at the end, Kate's like, oh, you know, I've been called all those things, blah, blah, blah. So I don't mind. It's fine. And then she's like, just between us girls. And Leo's face, Leo's reaction is perfect, too. It was just, she has the best, like, deadpan. Not even dead. I mean, it's just, like, monosyllabic. Like, it is, she's fantastic, in my opinion. Yeah. She's made peace with the colloquial. Um (laughs) Yeah, guy is wrong, gal is patronizing, and person sounds harsh. I loved all of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we also get, although the one moment with Kate that, like, really <laughs> struck fear into my heart is when later on in the episode with President Bartlett, uh, she says something, and then he says that same thing back to her, sir. Oh, I'll bear that in mind, sir. And at the moment, it really seemed like Bartlett was correcting her. And if it's your, like, second day on the job or, her, like, first week on the job and it's the president, oh, man, I would have crapped my pants probably. You she's know what I'm just talking so, about? Yeah. And she, but she's just – that's one of the things I like about her, too, is she's just so confident. Like, she knows what she knows. You know what I mean? She, she doesn't does, seem to yeah. second-guess her opinions. She's confident in the answers she's giving. And I just – I don't know. I appreciate that. Like, at the, when she's talking to the president – about um like trying to resolve things in the middle east Mm -hmm. uh and you know she has some quote about oh i can't remember the thing the only dishonor might be to not try or not to try Mm. there's no dishonor in failing um i just like how she's just she's just got balls you know like you're right it's only her first week on the job or whatever and she she'll she believes in what she's saying enough to not be worried about the fact that she's saying it to the president and i just I just love her character. So yeah, it's Team nice. Kate. There's so many wonderful, strong female characters that yeah. are human. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's Kate. We do get some back and forth outside of the Oval with yeah. the the whole staff, and again, kind of the vegetables of of the episode. But I love the lead in because Josh is standing there while they're all going back and forth, and it's staged beautifully. Um, with a camera angle, and then Josh just, like, completely overreacts because he mm-hmm. is just thinking about Donna, and they're yeah. all talking about, like, the next military move, and I have to drop in the audio of this part because yeah. he just flies off the handle. <laughs> we need to kill them. We need to find them and to kill them. We kill them. Then we find out who sent them, and we kill them, too. Josh. You kill the people who did it, you kill the people who planned it, then you kill everyone who was happy about it. And it's because he loves her. And and just Leo saying, like, if you need to go anywhere, like, it's unprecedented that he yeah. leaves. I mean, yeah. for a moment, he doesn't. He, he just pauses for a second, kind of like your initial reaction to somebody offering something to you. You're like, oh, no, I'm fine. 
And you, you kind of get worried, like, oh, is he not going to go? And then he does, and you're immediately relieved. Well, yeah, I mean, because, like you said, it's it's unprecedented. I mean, we've seen throughout the five seasons that these guys don't take vacations, really. Every time they try and take a vacation, it gets thwarted. So for Leo to say, for and, and, just Leo, John Spencer delivering that line of, yeah. if there's someplace you'd rather be, everyone would understand. And then Josh's reaction to it, it just... It was perfect. It was it was emotional without being unrealistic. Like they were, I don't know. It felt like they were saying a lot with their eyes and with their yeah, with their what what they're not saying, sort of. If that makes sense. So it didn't yeah. feel too sappy. It didn't feel too over and it the felt top. Personal. It, yeah, it fit them well. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, you're not focused enough to be here. Like just go yeah. home, take care of it. It's like. We know this is killing you. Go. Right. It, w- it wasn't even like a, are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? Blah, blah, blah. It was a very, it was, I don't know. It was just, there's someplace you'd rather be. So, I don't know. It's like they talked about it without even talking about it. I just thought it was, I thought it fit both of their characters well. And everybody knows how much yeah. Don means to him. And then they like pan over to her empty desk and you're just like, oh. <laughs> but at the same time. Before this happened, I suppose, Donna's been a little bit busy. Yeah. Yeah. So, of course... I can't believe we made it this far and haven't talked about this. Oh, the hot Scottish photographer? Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Oh, he is a beautiful man. And he's Scottish, so that makes him twice as beautiful. What up to our Scots who are listening? (laughs) Jason Isaacs. Yeah, Jason Isaacs. Um... That was a fun twist for her, a fun uh, tryst for her, it if was. you will. And I just realized that you haven't seen Harry Potter, <laughs> really. No, I most of them. I've seen some of them. Okay, now. so he's in Harry Potter. He's in most of the Harry That's Potters. Right. When I first yeah. saw him, I thought it was John Hamm, and then I was oh, corrected. <laughs> they kind of well, look I guess similar. Time to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they for could me, be each other for Halloween. He's wonderful and he's attractive, but it is a little weird. It's it's a little hard to ignore that. Not ignore it, but I don't know. So anyway, there's that. (laughs) Yeah. So Donna's, I'm trying to think of like a funny euphemism to say that she's a, she got a souvenir on the trip. (laughs) A broken leg. I mean, Um, yeah. So of course, when Josh is busy figuring out that he loves Donna, she's like busy shacking up with hot uh scottish guy which who can blame her she's only human but she's only human and i love that she is doing both things that cj told her to do you know what i mean like she's getting out there because she's even going above and beyond she's going around with this guy trying to sort of figure out the situation and what's really going on so she's she's being proactive in her career and she's you know flirting it up with this dude and it's literally exactly what cj told her to do do something Mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with josh lyman with someone who is not josh lyman so Mm. i i do like that that pays off in that way yeah that was it was the perfect setup so yeah except for except for that so yeah when everybody's when everybody's pagers goes off and they all start like going into the bullpen looking for for the tvs And then Toby no. walks in Toby and he looks, coming in. Toby looks like he just saw a ghost. Yeah. Like he's gonna well, first, fall over. 
Josh, okay, so backing up, Josh does too. When CJ comes in and tells Josh, that moment is, oh. is enough. And then you've sort of forgotten about, I mean, not forgotten about, but Toby was in the back of my mind at that point because we had just been watching Donna get in the car and Donna's car flip over and her hanging from the bot. So you forget a little bit about Toby. <laughs> and when Toby opens the door, you're like, oh no, like, there's this whole other thing I didn't even think about. And his, his obviously, Richard Schiff were big fans. But uh, everybody's, everybody's acting in this episode was top-notch. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. And then, <laughs> gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, just like Toby and Andy. I love Toby's, like, righteous indignation when people are calling him, trying to fill these seats of the men who are literally still being scraped off of the ground. Yeah. Um, but then freaking Will Bailey goes in there. And he's being just as bad. He's just yeah. trying, like, hey, can I get an advance of the speech? You know, like, come on, Will. A decent interval. You do not know. So I liked when Toby was upset. I also liked before, in one of the flashbacks, before all the bad things have happened, CJ is concerned about some Canadian pharmacies in Minnesota and all these things, which is funny in the press corp. We'll talk about that in a second. But she walks over to Toby and she's like, say you're from Minnesota. And he says, <laughs> I'm from Minnesota. And she says it in the accent. That's one of like the most underrated. How, how is that not one that people quote all the time? Like I completely forgot that was coming. And when it came, I just laughed out loud for like a while. And then she's, she says like, you're no fun anymore. That whole exchange was great. Cause she was like, you're no fun anymore. And he was like, I'm having fun. And he was talking about going to catch up on the twins and, that was it yeah. was hilarious. That I thought was really funny. I loved yeah. the okay. <laughs> yeah. I oh, I never funny. caught that on my first watch. Like you texted me <laughs> earlier and you're like, I'm from Minnesota. And I'm like, what? And then I watched the episode. You know what I mean? Like there's so many little moments that yeah. sometimes you can it, miss. It goes by fast, yeah. Do you do you guys is that like one of those phrases you use in everyday speech? Like I'm from Minnesota. Do you think back to this episode when you say that? Probably. I'm going to. I'm gonna find ways to insert in into everyday life all the time. <laughs> Me now. too. I can't also, wait for us to start a thing. CJ's all worked up about that. I can't even remember what was happening because again, this is like if the if the Gaza stuff is the vegetables the canadian pharmacies was like the salt or pepper or something because i don't remember anything about it but she's all worked up about it before (laughs) the explosion happens and then when everyone is yelling at her in the press room she's answering questions and a guy asks the question about it right and she just says what Uh, what she's like are you kidding me right now Yeah, she was was so on the back foot it it was really great i loved that they were able to find moments like in the cadence of it things that were funny or amusing yeah. in in a situation that wasn't that funny like that that moment was funny just because of her expression and the setup and the, the fact that it was so random but there was yeah. also the when the walk and talk where the staffers are talking about donna's injuries and yeah. they're talking about it being severe or life-threatening or bleeding and the way that they layered it with more people coming in and the cadence of it, they did it three different times right yeah. back on, on, on each other. And that's the comedic, it's a comedic rhythm, but it wasn't, mm-hmm. they're talking about Donna bleeding and being in right. serious danger. So yeah. it's just like such a deft hand at, at bringing a levity to a very serious moment. Who else can do that? Nobody. I agree. And I, I think that the flashbacks let them do that too. So I like, 
I like flashbacks as a device in general when we've done that in the past. We, as if, as if I wrote it. Uh, when they have done that in the past, I've liked that because in the flashback, it does give you the chance to have those moments, the I'm from Minnesota moments, where mm-hmm. nothing heavy has happened to them yet, so we don't feel weird about them joking and having a good time. Uh, so it is another thing that it adds to the storyline that is is fun. And I agree, it feels there were funny moments without it feeling like it's not time to be funny, and um, I thought they did a good job with that. Oh, man. Gaza. We've waited so long for Josh and to realize let's how he talk feels about, about her. Josh's face when he walks into the hospital room. Oh, let's just talk about his face in general. He looks real <laughs> cute in this episode. I'm he sorry. He cute. He's like stubbly and yeah. Even when he's queasy. He like maybe <laughs> even more so when he's queasy that in was the funny. hospital. That was another funny moment when he's the doctor's just like explaining what happened and Josh is like, I get a little queasy. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. Um, I just love his, because like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, it's this sense of, he never says, it's never talked about like, oh wait, I love this girl or anything like that. Um, but the way he's looking at her while she's laying in bed is, oh, yeah, speaks wonders to you himself. Know, so. You know, you know how some people put that like fake fireplace on their TV at Christmas time? I feel like you could, it would have the same effect if you just had a screen of Bradley Whitford looking at Janelle. And I think it would have the similar kind of effect. Like that scene of him watching her in the bed. You'd just be like, oh, you feel just as cozy on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. There's also that moment with uh, Charlie and President Bartlett where they're about to make the calls to the families of of the people who died. And Bartlett asked Charlie if when he got the call about his mother, if it made him feel better. And I just yeah. really, it was just another heartfelt moment when, mm-hmm. you know, Charlie says, you know, nothing makes you feel better, but it yeah. made him proud. And it's so funny because, not funny, but it's odd because sometimes I go back to the beginning and rewatch early episodes when I need like a West Wing fix, but don't want to be, don't want to mess up our order. And I was just yeah. watching Take This Sabbath Day when the president asked Charlie if they caught the guy that killed his mom, if he would want him to be killed to be executed and it was a sim it was a similar tender moment i just like that they can do that it doesn't but it doesn't feel overdone like they're doing it you know what four seasons later five seasons later and i don't know i just i think that says a lot about the writing and everything that they can replay that emotion without it feeling replayed i just like i mean it says a lot about martin sheen and and dula hill because it's just their chemistry and their acting too so Mm-hmm. tender moments they just have but they they are able to have small short exchanges that still yeah. have a, a huge emotional impact it doesn't have right. to be this long drawn drawn out thing it's just exactly. it honors those little moments that we have in life you know i those agree totally little in between scenes mm-hmm. so that, that it carries a big punch carries a big weight in mm-hmm. 30 seconds or whatever so yeah i agree totally they do that well what what <sighs> else? I mean, we're just all stirred up now. I know. Andy's safe, so that's good. Oh yeah, and... Andy Andy's safe, which is really good. Um when Andy calls, that was yeah. I feel like I like got goosebumps when uh... everyone's trying to get in touch with people, nobody knows what's going on and Toby's phone rings and it's Andy and when he says Andy, 
And then when Josh is standing beside him like Donna. What about what Donna? What about Donna? <laughs> what about oh Donna? Has he heard about Donna? That. So. And then when CJ says that she was in the other car. Yeah. And so they know oh. that. Oh, it's very possible. Explosion oh. in Gaza. The Cadell. Some fatalities. Donna? It just happened. That's all I know. Donna and We don't know anything yet. Carol? No one's getting through. Hello? Andy, how are, how are you? Are, are you okay? She's all right. She's, uh, she was in the other car, and she's all right. You're all right. Oh, my God, I see her. Where? On the right, uh, on the cell phone, right there. We can see you. You're on TV, on the, on the monitor. How's Donna? Two congressmen confirmed dead. Corbin DeSantos. What about Donna? What about Donna? She was in the car at that. And he saw people putting ambulances. That's all she knows. Yeah. I mean, oh, Janelle, uh, it's it's all the feels. It's the end of a season. I mean, we have one more episode, but it's the end of a season. So naturally, mm-hmm. somebody's getting physically injured. That's what happens. Right. <laughs> Clearly, there will be some sort of explosion or fuel yeah. or 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 a kidnapping. Fired. Right. Yeah. Somebody's going to be right. pacing in a hospital somewhere. Yeah. yeah, because, and I have heard that criticism of this episode, that it's just overly dramatic, and I'm, you know, to, like, have them go on a trip and have them, the explosions, and I'm like, okay, but did you watch the first four season finales? Because... Yeah, it's pretty on equally par. Equally as dramatic. Like, yeah. I mean, the last, we, we just dealt with the the kidnapping and the president stepping down from the presidency. I yeah. think, like, we can grade on a curve when this right. would probably actually happen, so... <laughs> Yeah. So the part that probably wouldn't happen in real life is that Josh probably wouldn't have gone right the second he found out and then realized that he's in love with her. But you know, maybe, maybe I just don't have faith in (laughs) in love anymore. Um, What? uh, We'll talk about that later. That's fine. Um, I think that's there will be a lot more to talk about in Memorial Day. Um, Yeah, there's definitely more to come. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think this Ooh. is a good, a good start. Yes. Whew. Oh, I mean, how do you do? You pick an MVP? Is it is it Donna? Is it Fitz? Is it Gail? Is it? I. Oh man! Right? You can't. It's not the. I don't think I can do it. I feel like it has to be Fitz. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew you were gonna pick Fitz. I mean, right? Like it kind of has to be. It kind of has to be. So yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Fitz. Gosh, I mean, I want to. I want to give a, a joint one to Josh and Donna. Yeah. Well, I'm say I say Fitz because there's still it's there's still things to happen in Memorial Day. So like I, you know what I mean? So oh, see, yep, you're you're keeping the long game in mind. Right. That's good. And this is Fitz's last episode, so. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Fitz. Oh, R.I.P. I can't believe we've made it this far. We're we're so far into it, and I, I like season six. Guys, we made it through season five. I know we've got one we more episode, but we, we got through it. And I hope that some people's mm-hmm. faith has been renewed in season five. Or that we've I mean, at least yeah. seen the good side of it. Yeah. 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 I think so. 
Uh, we thought we were gonna have to distract you with like uh, fancy guests every episode, but we didn't have. <laughs> we didn't have to. We didn't have to. But I'm sure that'll be there for the taking. Um, if we missed anything, feel free to email us at thewestlandpodcast.gmail.com. Oh, sure I mean, yeah, there's so many moments, but we really would just be sitting here, like, crying and going, oh. I know. Um, you can also tweet at us at Pod and hit us up on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, next is the finale, season five. Oh. Memorial Day. Um, cool. Well, have a good day, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.